The Carolina Hurricane struggles continued over the weekend with losses to the Calgary Flames and Vancouver Canucks. Find out what's going on with this team. Are there any positives and the week ahead for the team in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes? Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of this Monday afternoon. And today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Now, the Carolina Hurricanes are now on a four-game losing streak, and you know, that's not the start of the issues. It's been a rough year so far for them, and they continued over the weekend in their games against Calgary and Vancouver. Uh, one thing, you know, before we dive into these games that uh, affected both of them was the fact that they did not have one Andrei Svechnikov. Now, would he have made the difference in them getting uh, the wins in those respective games? I don't know. You look at the issues they're having. Maybe, maybe not, or probably not. Uh, I don't necessarily know if that would have made a difference. But when you lose a player the caliber of Andrei Sveshnikov and you don't have him out there, you can't help but wonder, all right, you know, with these games being closer than... Uh, other ones had been maybe it could have or you know even if they didn't get the win maybe they go in overtime i i don't know uh maybe yes maybe no it's just not something we're gonna know but i do feel it was worth noting and i will say uh with these uh with these games there was some positives uh that i do think they can build off of but and we'll talk about those later but you know, you look at the Calgary game, you know, they ended up falling apart uh, late in the or late in the game in that third period. Uh, yeah, and that was something that was uh, very evident in post game you know, from Steph Nazan and Jordan Martinuk. And, you know, I've said many times that uh, sometimes, you know, they take their foot off the gas thumb and, you know, they let the other team came back, come back. And that's exactly what Calgary did. They came back in this game. They continually got better as the game went on. And then, you know, the Hurricanes were not matching what the Flames were doing in that third period. And what do you know? Uh, the Hurricanes lost again. So, it, and it, that's uh, really, really frustrating there. Um, and we'll talk about the positives again later, but. You know, I mentioned, you know, what was being said uh, after uh, that game. And, you know, we're, I'm going to read you guys what Brendan Ward, Nazan, and Martinuk said because I think, yeah, they all hit it on the head. And I think it's all worth talking about. Uh, Brendan Moore, you know, this is just uh, in general on the post games, quote, not good enough. 
We've got a lot of guys that aren't pulling their weight. It's plain and simple. You can read into that what you want, but we're not going to win if we don't have 20 guys going. We have to have some guys working hard every night, or we have some guys working hard every night, contributing, doing what they do, but there's a lot of others that need to look in the mirror. We've been talking about that for a little bit now. Guys not buying in, not pulling their weight. Your head coach is very bluntly calling you out in the media. Get your stuff together, plain and simple. Uh, it, not really much more to add to that, or frankly, with Nazan and Martinuk uh, as well. I'm a. This is what Nazan had to say on that third period collapse that we just talked about. Quote, we sat back and watched. The start of the third, obviously not how we wanted to do things. We had a goal horn uh, game yesterday and a 2-0 lead going into the third. We can't give up a shorthanded goal there. That's just unacceptable all around, end quote. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it, <sighs> unacceptable, plain, plain and simple. Uh, I, I've been saying this for years now. They constantly do that of not exactly this. They sat back and watched. Uh, I've said that many times over the years of doing this show. We've seen it many, many times of they take their foot off the gas in the third period and it gets ugly. And it's just what it's just what happens. And I'm really sick and tired of seeing it all just seeing it rear its head game after game. It's nothing new. And you would think at a certain amount of time or after a certain amount of time, things would have changed. Now, you know, Jordan Martinuk, you know, also, you know, being a leader on the team, uh, you know, sharing his frustrations as well. And we'll talk about him in that Vancouver game as well in a second. Uh, quote, we're where we're at right now. There should be a huge sense of urgency going into a period like that. We had a two goal lead to close it out for us to sit back, come and not push back, especially for where we're at right now. It's hard to fathom. Obviously, we're in a rut. rut we're in a rut right now. We're going to a team that's playing really good as well. We need to do we need to do what we do tomorrow to figure it out and come back Saturday with the mindset that we're going to dominate and not lose a battle in quote. And you know that is you know, a perfect you know, segue you know, into the Vancouver game because in, in that game, you know, positive uh was you know Jordan Martin getting his first goal of the season. And obviously, you know, just as a player, you know, getting that monkey off your back, getting your first goal of the season is always, you know, good for the guys. Uh, but, you know, with him being a leader on the team for many years now and him not being a guy that, you know, typically goes out there and scores goals, you know, kind of send a message maybe to some of the other guys like, hey, you guys know this is not my thing. I'm not the guy that goes down there and scores a bunch of goals. If I can do it, you can do it as well. You know, sort of, I guess, leading by example a little bit there. And, you know, obviously, you know, it was on, off of a great pass, you know, from Jesper Faust as well. Um, but, you know, in that Vancouver game, yeah, again, there were some positives there, and we'll talk about those. 
but you know the big things there uh, were the missed defensive assignments in the second period that led directly to goals. Uh, again, the defense has just been Swiss cheese uh, for the most part this year. Has not been uh, the Hurricanes' defense that we've come to expect under Rod Brindamore. What's going on? I don't know. Uh, maybe yeah, that's where some of their issues that they're talking about are coming from. Um, but yeah, it, it's that was the big thing that was being talked about after the game of those uh, missed defensive assignments, and it's very very frustrating there. Um, Brendan Moore, you know, on those <coughs> Brendan Moore. Harping on the two missed defensive assignments as a key reason for the loss. Quote, all I think in my head is all I think in my head right now is how we just give up, give two goals up. They made nice plays, but they're covered. That doesn't work. End quote. Exactly. It doesn't work. And you know what? Oh man, that's not what the Hurricanes do. They're not. They're not this sloppy team that we're seeing from them this year. We know how tight this team can be defensively. Um, I feel like maybe I, I don't know what's leading to this. You know, maybe uh, there's some locker room issue. Uh, well, obviously there's locker room issues right now, uh, but yeah, I think you know maybe some of those are starting to stem over onto the ice. And I, I don't know. It, it's getting very, very frustrating. Uh, Sebastian Ajo uh, sharing his frustrations. Uh, we could have won the game. That's not the standard we've set before. We're not happy about the game right now. We just have to be better overall. There are just so many details in the game that we have to do better. We've done a lot of talking. Now it's time to put it out there to show everyone. And then, you know, he's continued he, after he was asked what the message was in the team's players only meeting that was held post game. Uh, quote, uh, we're not happy and we're frustrated. We've done a lot of talking. The time now is to show it to us and to everyone what we're capable of. The only way out is together. And I think, yeah, that's key. You know, I think having that players only meeting was important uh because of where they're at right now uh you know for these guys to hold each other accountable for what they're not doing and i, I think that it, these they clearly know what they're supposed to do uh you know a guy like you know aho who I'll be quite honest. I think folks have been a little light on him this season uh, because he is, you know, Brendan Moore has called out the top guys uh, for not stepping up. And Sebastian Ajo is the top guy and he has not been stepping up when the team needs him to. And I think yep, yeah, folks have been a bit light on him. I, and you know, is it you know, the expectations that are being put on these players in this team now that is possibly affecting them? I don't know. I really don't. And you know, it very well could be. You know, you go into the season Stanley Cup favorite. I would imagine that would uh, 
that would be something that's kind of in the back of your head. It, it would be in mine. Uh, I, I guess it would be in yours as well. But, you know, the, it's one thing uh, with all these guys. I, I agree with what they're saying. I agree with Ajo. I agree with Martinuk. I agree with Nathan. I agree with Brendan where these guys aren't pulling the, their weight. These are unacceptable. Yeah, they should be frustrated. These are this game against Vancouver was a game they could have won. That game against Calgary was a game they could have won. And you know, the lack of urgency again being another thing. I agree with all of these things. Um, but and I'm glad they are putting it bluntly like this. They're not sugarcoating it. They're not, you know, they're not just telling us what we want to hear. They're telling us, hey, you know, again, Prindamore, not pulling their weight. They need to look in the mirror. You know, stuff like that. Not just being blunt and telling it how it is. I do appreciate that. And again, I agree with what they're saying. But I want to see it out on the ice. You know, Aho. You know, it. The time is now to sh- to show it to us and everyone what we're capable of. It's one thing for to tell us that. It's another thing for them to go out and do it. Uh, and you know, with these two games against Calgary and Vancouver, there were a few positives, uh, a few that I do want to discuss really quick before we look into the week ahead for the Hurricanes. And we will do that right after this quick break, folks. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. And folks, it's winter now. You're probably going to be making wanting to make sure that your car is prepared for winter, making sure your heat's working good, all that jazz eBay Motors is going to have you covered there because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only. Available to U.S. customers. Now, the positives uh, for these games against Calgary and Vancouver, respectively, uh, because there were some. There definitely were. uh, And that was one thing I said heading into the game against Calgary, that, you know, win or lose those games, I wanted there to be things that they could continue to build on. Uh, Have some pods, not have a complete dumpster fire like they did in Edmonton, you know, where it was just bad all the way around start to finish. You know, and there was those, uh, you know, in Calgary, you know, they came out ready to play. They looked dialed in, you know, they got out to that two nothing lead uh, through the first two periods. Uh, and, uh, and it felt like, you know, they, they're like, all right, you know, they, 
I, I don't know, got out of their heads a little bit. You know, were really uh, putting their foot to the floor in that game. Obviously, didn't turn out the way they expected it to. Uh, I think any of us expected it to with the way uh, they're playing uh, to start out that game. Um, and I do think, you know, with that game, again, even though they lost that game, I do, and the way things fell apart in the third, I think getting that first goal was key for them to, you know, having you know, a good first period and good second period. Again, the third wasn't there for them. Yeah, you know, they took their foot off the gas. I mean, again, we've talked about it to death, but, you know, just sat back and watched uh, because they weren't matching what Calgary was doing. Calgary got better as that game went on and the hurricanes didn't match what the flames were bringing to the table. Uh, but again, you know, they came ready to play. They came out ready to go. And which is something we haven't necessarily seen from them all the time this year. A lot of time it's them having to fight back in games and looking like they're taking a while to uh, wake up in games rather than, they need an energy drink, you know, uh, after 40 minutes. Um, and then, you know, with Vancouver, you know, Ranta did make some good saves in that game. And again, as I mentioned earlier, Jordan Martinuk getting his first goal of the season off a really nice pass from Jesper Faust. And like I said earlier, maybe, you know, sending a message to the locker room like, hey, you guys know me. This isn't what I do. I'm stepping it up. You guys need to as well. Uh, obviously, I could just be looking looking into that, uh, but yeah, I I think that could be sent as could be used as a message in the locker room of like, hey, you guys know me. Get you know, we we all know Jordan Martinuk, so I think that is a goal that could maybe be used to send a bit of a message to those guys that aren't stepping up, that aren't pulling their weight. Uh, I do think it could be. And then uh, with that game against Vancouver, they did show a lot of fight in that game. They really fought back. You know, they were down to nothing. They made it a game. And, you know, they had a, that was another game. They they had a chance to win it. Uh, they really could have. Uh, but, you know, obviously they came out on the short end of the stick there. Uh, but again, there's, there's stuff there. Uh, it's not a lot. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah, at the end of the day, you know, the biggest thing they need to do is tighten things up defensively, plug those holes, do what they got to do. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, guys not buying in and not looking in the mirror, you know, after, you know, that players only meeting, you know, if, you know, stall, Aho, Martinuk, Slavin, you know, if, you know, you know, those are the, you know, the guys with the letters on their jerseys. Obviously, you know, of course, there's going to be other leaders on the team, you know, like Brent Burns, you know, and guys like that. Uh, but, you know, you know, hopefully, you know, that was able to get through you know, to some of those guys that aren't stepping up, being where they need to be. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, the Hurricanes do have, you know, a busy week ahead of them, and we'll talk about that shortly. But I do think, you know, after this road trip um, and then there's home game that's kind of tacked on to the end of it uh, in the second half of back to back, 
I, I think, you know, if we aren't seeing improvement, I do think we could potentially start hearing about some trades uh, happening, especially, you know, it being, you know, for, you know, one of, if not more of these guys that are potentially causing issues uh, because this is not what the Hurricanes do. And I don't see, I, I think they're, they're on the road right now. They're on a lengthy road trip. They're not going to do anything with that kind of stuff right now. So I could see, you know, after, after this stretch is done, if there's word that, Hey, you know, this guy's going to be a problem. They just need to go ahead and move on. And we'll talk about that more in depth of, you know, guys that could potentially get moved. And we'll talk about that in a future episode. But, you know, the Hurricanes, as I said, do have a busy week ahead of them. They're practicing in Ottawa today. And we'll look at that week ahead for the Canes right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Sebastian Ajo could score 50 goals. The Carolina Hurricanes could hoist the Stanley Cup, and you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially especially daily fantasy hockey folks because with sleeper you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests now folks you obviously going to ask you you know what else can you use on this app well yeah you're in luck it ain't just for hockey you can use it for the nfl you can use it for the nba you can use it for the mlb you can use it on college football you know it's about to be bowl season. NFL season is uh, much underway. Even though my teams are out of the playoffs, your teams may still be in the mix. NBA season is going on. They just wrapped up that in uh, in season tournament. MLB may be in the off season, but a whole bunch of moves going on right now. So all you have to do is pick whether studs like Andre Svechkov, Sebastian Ajo. On the Hurricanes, or you can you know pick guys on other teams, you know, like Connor McDavid, Alex Ovechkin, uh, Nathan McKinney, Sydney, Nathan McKinnon, Sidney Crosby will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in a given game. And to win a hundred times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Canes fans. You can win a hundred times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Now, what's next for the Canes? Again, they got a big week uh, ahead of them. Obviously, everyone is going to be very frustrated on that team. It's going to be a long week. Uh, is a long weekend for them. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a long week for them, especially if things keep going the way they are going for them. So 
it's going to be a long week for them. Yeah, they got, uh, as I mentioned, they're practicing in Ottawa today. And they have the game against the Senators tomorrow. They are yeah, kind of off the western part of the trip for now. Well, well, the western part of the trip is done, but they're not going out west for a little bit now. That's what I mean. And again, they got the Senators on Tuesday, tomorrow, and then they are in Detroit on Thursday. Patrick King just made his debut for the Red Wings uh, the other day. And the Red Wings have been, uh, I, in my opinion, better than I expected them to be this year. I definitely expect them to take a step forward, but they have definitely been better than folks have expected them to be, in my opinion. And, and then, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the second half of a back-to-back, uh, they are at home against the Nashville Predators on Friday. I think you know, this is going to be an interesting week for the team. I think uh, the game on Friday is going to be especially interesting uh, of how things are going to go in that game uh, because they are finally back at home uh after nearly two weeks on the road but it has not been a good two weeks uh that's for sure or at least this past week hasn't been uh for the team so that's going to be interesting and then of course it being the second half of back to back of course those are always rough but it's going to be a really interesting week with all these games and seeing how the hurricanes are going to if at all build off of the positives that i mentioned of you know, in Calgary, they came out and played a good 40 minutes of hockey. It was the last 20 where things just went to crap. Uh, can they build off of that? You know, can they build off of the fight that they showed in Vancouver of not giving up and, you know, really trying to fight and claw for a win? You know, can, are these things that they can build off of? That's going to be really, really interesting to see. I'd like to think they could. Uh, uh, I really would like to think they could because, again, we all know what this team is capable of, which I think makes this whole ordeal that they're going through that much more frustrating because we know how good they can be. We know the ex- we know the potential of the team, and they are very much not living up to it. And like I said, you know earlier. With uh, Sebastian Ajo, you know, again, I'm going to go back to this. I'm probably going to go back to this a lot, guys, uh, over these, however long I didn't go back over it, uh, saying the time is now to show it to us and everyone else what we're capable of. Show us. That's the big thing here. Just show us. Like I said earlier, it's one thing to say it. It's a very nice thing to say. Makes for a good quote. Makes for good thing to uh keep going back to uh on the show but i want to see it that's the big thing i want to see them show us what they're capable of i want them to show themselves as well because i do think they are definitely in their own heads at this point and they are definitely getting frustrated at themselves and at each other um, uh, to have been a fly on the wall in that player's only meeting. <coughs> oh God, that would, 
you probably could have cut the tension in the room with a dull plastic knife. Uh, I don't imagine it was uh, a very, you know, it would not have been uh, a fun place to be uh, if you were in there. I, I can definitely uh, say that. I don't think that was a fun place to be. But that's the big thing. I th I want them to show us. I want them to show themselves what they're capable of. I want them to hold each other accountable. You know, if, yeah, you know, again, Sebastian Ajo, again, a guy I've said already, I think folks have been a bit light on him. He has not been showing up. He is the top guy, especially with Andre Sveshnikov being out. Uh, Ajo is the top guy, and he has not been showing up. I hold him accountable. You know, like, hey, dude, you know, where are you at? You know, you're supposed to be the guy, you know, that we're passing to and, you know, scoring the goals. That's not the case. Jordan Sala, yeah, he's your captain, but he ain't been playing great either. You know, whether it be, you know, I don't care who calls who out on this stuff. I don't care if, you know, Seth Jarvis calls out Jordan Stahl or Jack Drury calls out Sebastian Ajo, you know, I don't care. It they are a team. And again, as Ajo said, the only way out is together and they need to hold each other accountable. Like the missed defensive assignments in Vancouver. You know, well, you know, what the heck was going on? You know, we know you're better than that. You know, let's get on the same page. And if guys aren't gonna get on the same page, then Don Waddell and his his folks up there in the offices, they need to start making phone calls, sending emails, whatever it is they got to do. Because I've said it before, I'll say it again. I would rather this team miss the playoffs enough to have like half an AHL roster of guys that are all on the same page and all our guys that are going out and playing as a team and doing what they need to do than for us to miss the playoffs with a star-studded roster of guys that can't get on the same page. Plain and simple. Again, we'll see what happens in this week ahead. Again, game tomorrow, game on Thursday, game on Friday. And there's a lot going on. Hopefully, it'll be a better week. Hopefully, they'll at least get a win. Uh but again, I definitely want there to be stuff they can build off of here in these games, you know, like Calgary and Vancouver. It may not have been much, but it's a little stuff like, you know, we got something there. That fight they showed in Vancouver, that's something. Those first two periods in Calgary, that could be something. Whether it turns into it, I don't know. We'll know tomorrow when they take on Ottawa. We'll know on Thursday when they take on Detroit, and we'll know on Friday when they take on Nashville. So make sure you're following the show along at LO underscore Hurricanes, myself at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Again, as always, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of mon this Monday afternoon. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. And let's go Canes.